now we're in a game of power and one or the other side is going to win. If you're not helping to solve the problem, you're enabling. World War One Germans, actually, not Nazis, but oh, whatever. Really? Close oh, it was World War ah, yeah. Oh, right, because the, the helmet in the. I got it. Yep. This is why we need historians. That's why we need historians. What up, world? Hello. Welcome back to another delightful episode of the Amera Podcast. This episode. one might be the most delightful. <laughs> mm, or the opposite <laughs> of that, but it depends. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, we're, you know, we'll see how it goes. That judgment will be made later when we're done. <laughs> <laughs> this is episode 118. Today is Wednesday, July 22nd. Is that what day it is? Yes, it is. 2020. I mean, it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> right? Times, <laughs> times is not important. We have the usual crew with us tonight, minus John Kelly. He's on an important mission. Maybe to Portland, we won't say. <laughs> an important mission in Portland. <laughs> yes, but he works for the state, not the feds. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> we, <laughs> we have in Colorado... Mr. John Anderson, how's it going, sir? Oh, peachy. How are you? I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, typical body pains and aches, but other than that, I'm solid. solid We're getting old, man. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, out in the Bay Area, Mr. Tyler Grillo, how are you today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm um, just, you know, just preparing for a federal invasion. It's fine. It's fine. That's it's right. cool, right? It's good stuff. Uh, well, for an awkward transition, can I give you guys a fun fact? Oh. Because I actually have one today. Wow. As yes. long as it involves the number 118. It does. Did you know that that is the amount of elements in the periodic table? Oh, shit. Yep. I have been saving this one for, like, many weeks because a good friend of mine told me I should do it for 118, and I could not fail her. So no. there are 118 elements in the periodic table, right? Yeah, that's a really good one. That's solid. So it's much better than like me cruising around on Wikipedia being like, do I do the math one, or do I do the <laughs> Roman history one? So that's, uh, yeah, that was very solid. But yeah, fascism. But think of all the scientists that you would upset that, you know, that listened to this pod, had you not used that number, they would have been like, oh, I we would have lost some subscribers for sure. That's true. Uh, we we did have an outpouring from the community to make sure that uh, we made that yes, happen. happen. Yes, just just to let everybody know. So Blake, uh, what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, we're Blake, gonna... what is what is there to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about these little green men. I think has somebody referred to them, which is not to be confused by the Tara McKen Terrence McKenna little green yeah. men. Not to be confused with those. I would much rather those be the little green men. Yeah, no, we're talking about the federal. My uh, first um, encounter with that term was the Russian invasion of Crimea. They used unmarked soldiers in unmarked vehicles to invade Crimea. So this is, uh, I wonder if one of the things that Putin and Trump talk about on their calls that nobody else is on, except for a Russian translator. Authoritarian tactics. Yeah. Uh, little green men in unmarked cars is, is uh, becoming a, a, a solid tactic for authoritarian regimes. 
Mm-hmm. And, and in case you are like totally out of it, which is like fine, we all have to take breaks because our world is um, not so slowly descending into chaos. Shit. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I see. Yeah. God bless you. Oh, God bless you. Um, God bless. We are referring to um, the federal, um, I don't even know what to call it, occupation, invasion, invasion yeah, of um, Portland um, by. City of. By in yes, Oregon. The city of Portland in Oregon, uh, where Donald Trump um, ordered, I believe it, the number is 114, um, was the number I saw, federal stormtroopers, again, I don't know what else to call them, um, to... Gestapo, Gestapo perhaps? Yeah. Um, to go and... Listen, if you're... Secret police. Whenever you're using word, you can't find the words for something and you have to use words that are from Nazis or from um, the evil empire in Star Wars, you know it's not a good sign. I know that Stormtroopers was actually Nazis first, but just let me let me have the... Yeah, <laughs> World uh, World War One Germans, actually. Not Nazis, but oh, whatever. Really? Close oh, really? Oh, it was World War II. Yeah. Uh, oh, right, because the, the helmet in the... I got it. Yep. Yep. It. yep. This is why we need yep. historians. Yep. That's why we need historians. Yep. Shablam! Nazi inspirado, kind of. Proto Nazis. Proto Nazis. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know it's not good when you can't find the word for it. Um, but yeah, I mean the brief the brief uh, history is that um, you know the protests in Portland have been ongoing because um, Portland throws down in an otherwise very white supremacist state. Um, and uh, you know, I mean the the protests were not. Um, I mean, God, it is wild, like, to see what conservatives think is happening sometimes. But I'm also like, are they real humans? Are they bots? I don't know. But but they, there is, like, the the thing that, like, the cities uh, are on fire. The cities are burning. Um, and following that narrative, um, even though the protests in Portland have been relatively peaceful, they have been ongoing. Wait, the cities aren't burning? <laughs> I mean, mine's not. I don't know. I mean, they're threatening <laughs> Oakland to send it. Uh, Our, my city seems to be fine. Denver, Denver's not either. Yeah. <laughs> well, and let's be clear. Even murderers get constitutional rights. And so, you know, destroying federal property might be against the law, but you, you, you cannot be thrown into an unmarked vehicle by unmarked soldiers or policemen or whatever the fuck, uh, without your due rights as an American citizen. Yeah, and that's what's happening. Regardless of what yeah. you do. Yeah, otherwise we would have cut the Zodiac Killer a long time ago. That's right. Well, <laughs> it's Ted Cruz, so we don't need to go down that path. Yeah, but, the, uh, yeah. but this is what's happening in Portland right now. Um, and if you haven't seen the videos are frightening, and Trump is not even denying that it's happening. He's saying, it's great. We're doing a great job. We're acquiring the protests, which is hilarious because actually the opposite is happening because they were having like a couple hundred at most in the last you know week or two the protests had dwindled to uh, a couple hundred people at most and now because they sent in these the city's so outraged that now it's swelled up to people are saying between a thousand and two thousand in the last few nights people are hitting the streets again after this and the wall of moms the wall of moms is Possibly my favorite thing of the summer. Yes. I, I fucking think, love white moms. that shit. It is white moms, just to say that. It know. is white moms at the moment, yes, but like we're fighting fascism right now, so right. let's celebrate that. Oh, totally. um, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm just and, I'm, sorry. My point is, black moms are out there a lot, but the when you activate the white moms, when now like even like people who could be confused as Karens 
are getting involved, you know that shit's bad. <laughs> yeah, you know. And also, uh, there are uh, Wall of Moms organizations popping up in every city that is now uh, has been um, slated for invasion. Hell yeah. So, yeah, no, this really? is... Um, yeah, I've been following it on Twitter happening. It's fucking awesome. Um, That's it's awesome. Like, it is crazy mobilization. So this How empowering. Is yeah, it's great. Uh, this is what happens also when you're an authoritarian moron and don't understand how like protesting works. Because yeah. this was obviously going to bring out more people. Now, I think there is an argument that um, Trump and Barr. It's very important that we include Barr in this. I think mm-hmm. I suspect that right. he is largely the brains behind the operation, and Barr scares me. Yeah. Uh, Trump yeah. does not scare me because I believe that his incompetence overrules his malevolent malevolence almost always. But Barr is very, very fucking competent. Um, yeah. Well, so, he's, this is yeah. his second time in his position. This isn't his first rodeo. Correct, and there mm-hmm. are um, – he really wanted to uh, uh, exercise the uh, power of the executive when he was AG under H.W. Bush. And H.W. Bush, uh, despite a lot of things, was a pretty good president uh, and really cared about things like the rule of law and American democracy and was like, nah But Barr has a – ideological understanding that the executive a strong executive is the only thing keeping the the country together and so he he is an ideologue that believes that he's doing right which is bad for all of us yes quite bad also it's just wild to me that anyone would think that given that the whole point of the setup of this country, yeah, the setup of this country was <laughs> that having a strong one person in control is not a great idea. Um, Look, I don't know if you've seen Hamilton, but when <laughs> King George sings, it's not complimentary, and that's that's the point. <laughs> that's the idea. I mean, so yeah, so this is it's extremely frightening. It's something that we've been tracking on the podcast since Donald Trump became president, and honestly, even while he was running for election, is his authoritative and um, neo-fascist. Um, and I don't know, it's like, sometimes it's like, why even say neo-fascist? You can just say fascist, um, tendencies. Yeah. Right. And this is, um, another escalation of that. I mean, there is no, I don't, I'm, uh, uh, I'm just so, I, I, I can't, there, there's nothing that makes like, you can't, I don't I'm not even going to say if you support Donald Trump still, you are a fascist apologist and to paraphrase, um, Eli Weisel, um, you know what we call uh, people who are, are uh, apologists for fascists? We call them fascists. That's what they are. <laughs> and yeah. I'm, I'm at the point where if you do, if you excuse this behavior, I honestly consider you a fascist at this point. I consider you a fascist. And that is, that yeah. is a strong statement to make, but there is no other statement that can be made. You cannot take people off you cannot think that it's okay to take people off the streets in unmarked vehicles without any due process not without the people who are doing that identifying themselves take them to a place that they don't even know where they're being taken and not read them their rights and think that that's okay and not yeah. be a fascist you don't believe in democracy if you're if you're enabling 
Uh, if you're not helping to solve the problem, you're enabling it. Uh, yeah, exactly. That it, This isn't a, like, you need to be at zero on this. It is, you need to be at one. <laughs> you need to be activated on this issue. Otherwise, you are a major part of the problem. This is, uh, I have referenced several times on the podcast a um, clash or a reckoning that was going to be happening in America. I, I just did not see... Uh, we had forces that were not going to be reconciled. And so now we're in a game of power. And one or the other side is going to win. Uh, there is not going to be a like compromise in the Senate about this and then we all move on. That right. moment is going to be the election. Yeah, This, this election, election decides our government type for unclear how long. Um, but I will say I am personally predicting, although I'm out of the prediction business, um, but if Donald Trump wins this election, the only thing that will get him out of office will be his death. Mm. He will be president for life. You have seen this happen in Hungary with Orban. You've seen this happen in Russia with Putin. They will find ways of either delegitimizing a election or uh, passing some kind of constitutional convention. This is the fight for the soul of America. And I don't want to f freak people out about it and think that this is hyperbole. This is happening and everybody needs to be aware that it is happening right now in America. Yes. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, it's like, and all of the arguments we've heard against big government, from oh fuck those people <laughs> i got i got nothing for you i got nothing for you this is the ultimate you no, show up in I'm your out. little militias with your guns saying we're here because we don't want the government well where the fuck are you now because that this Remember? is the thing that you apparently are yeah, so scared this is about the thing. it doesn't look like it's happening remember jade helm do you guys remember this during the Obama administration? It was a military exercise that was taking place in at least Texas, but I think several southern states. And the conservatives all thought it was a pretext for a military takeover. And everybody fucking freaked out, including Greg Abbott, the current and, and at that time governor of Texas. And it's like, bro, th this is the thing that you were fucking freaking out about, about a federal military takeover. Like, you have exposed yourself as completely ideologically and intellectually bankrupt unless you come out fucking hard. And I will say credit to Ron Paul, Rand Paul, because he did. So let's let's give some credit where credit is due. At least that motherfucker came out for it. Mitt Romney is making some noise too. That's good stuff. Uh, props to the Lincoln Project generally. I have given them money. You should give them money. They are the people who will hopefully lead the Republican Party out of this darkness. And to be clear, as a lifelong voting Democrat, I am rooting for the Republican Party to come out of this darkness. We need a competent, coherent, conservative party right. in this country. Because that's how we're going to function well. I'm not saying, like, let's destroy the Republican Party and turn it all over to fucking liberals and Democrats. I think that we should have a push and pull in this country as somebody who has an opinion that is not often on the side of these folks. But it, th there is no compromise with fascism by definition. Yeah. Yeah, I think what we're witnessing is basically fascism hijacking the Republican Party. Yep. And there's a lot of diehard Republicans 
who have for so many years now said, I'm just going to kind of fall back on my conservative Republican beliefs, regardless of all the nuances. And unfortunately, I think that that's the exact attitude that has allowed for such manipulation of the party. So if you are a true Republican, you should be deeply concerned right now. It's like, listen, you, yeah. can, you can be like fiscally conservative as if that's a thing, but let's just say you can be fiscally <laughs> conservative and you like, honestly, you can even think that, I mean, you can be a lot of things. You can think like white supremacy is fine. You can think, you can think a lot of fucked up things are fine and you can still be against fascism. You can still do yeah. that. Yeah. It's possible. Turns yeah. out True. another person who I love mostly because of the quote, so, you know, Trump has threatened to send the troops into many other cities, including my city of Oakland, um, but also Philadelphia. And, you know, obviously, I don't know what this DA, what his thing is, but come on, he's a DA, which is all like, you know, that's just thing. But he's Larry Krasner, Philly's DA, said, quote, my dad volunteered and served in World War II to fight fascism, like most of my uncles, so we would not have so that we would not have an American president brutalizing and kidnapping Americans for exercising their constitutional rights and trying to make America a better place, which is what patriots do. Any, anyone, including federal law enforcement, who unlawfully assaults and kidnaps people will face criminal charges from my office. Badass, that's right. That is like that is someone stepping up and being like, if you come and do and- this. Every DA needs yep. to make that statement. I call on Mayor Hancock and Governor Polis to do the same. Uh, also, uh, Michael Bennett and Cory Gardner, please sponsor the bills uh, that are going through Congress right now. Both Oregon senators who are Merkley and Wyden, I think. Uh, they have uh, put a bill up to make sure that um, all law enforcement officers must be identified. Uh, and just to pause on that real quick, the reason that that is important is because you do not know, you cannot tell the difference between a right-wing militia and a legitimate law officer if all of them are in unmarked camo. Yes. And so you destroy the mission of the police by mm-hmm. doing that because the police are supposed to be there to serve and protect their communities and the to to do that effectively, you have to have legitimacy. And if we cannot tell the difference between fucking Joe Schmo militia douchebag and legitimate police, the police who are trying to do their jobs in a in a uh, in an honorable way will not be able to do that. Because right now, if I am stopped by an unmarked fucking person, I'm going to be like, "Show me your fucking badge," or what the fuck. Yeah. Like, get yeah. out of here, have, basically. And then the only way that they get me in the car is by pointing a fucking gun at me or abducting me. And that's all illegal. A, that's <laughs> against the Constitution. <laughs> that's against the founding document of our country that everybody purports to care about. Yeah. And so this and is, this, this is this the ballgame. Ball it's at this point, it's either you support Donald Trump and you're un American, or yeah. you don't support Donald Trump. And you can at least be considered an Care American. Care for your country. Yeah. And, like, I'm not even a person who's, like, rah-rah my country that much. But I will say that in this moment, I have newfound appreciation for the, the laws um, and structures. <laughs> because when someone doesn't follow them, it is very, very scary. And easily see how things can just slide into complete and utter chaos or a fascist state. 
And this is going to get worse as the election comes. And if, if and when Donald Trump loses, it's going to get even worse after the election. We have to be prepared for some crazy fucking shit to happen in the next six months. Yeah, we have to be really, we have to be really prepared. Now is the time to start building strong bonds inside of your community because if shit really goes down, we keep us safe. That's how that this shit works. And um, also to say, like, I'm I'm worried and starting to look out for how this could show up. Um, I mean, obviously, is the is the um, election grows near, but like at polling places, right? Yeah. To, at polling That's- places, at places people are registering. Um, I don't know, like wherever you, where, um, what are they called that the offices where you mail your, um, ballots in, like, like what if someone just, Post what offices? if they just show up and just seize all the fucking ballots? Cause they're like, these aren't real. Um, you know what I yeah, mean? Exactly. Like, I mean that, so I believe that they are using, um, uh, uh, violence, I guess you could say, um, as a pre, uh, uh violence against inanimate federal, federal objects like, you know, courthouses. Um, as a pretext to get troops on the ground, troops on the ground, so that they can then be there if they need to act during the election. That is what is happening right now. They are positioning troops to affect the election. And it is really, really, really bad. Everybody, this is the break glass in case of emergency moment. I don't want to, you know, again, I'm Try not to be hyperbolic here, but it is that moment. Totally. And, and I, I am as more scared than I have. I've been scared many times. I'm more scared and worried now than I have been. And, um, uh, you know, it's just a, it's a space in which we have to be really, really mindful. You have to talk about people to people about this and listen, it's, it's also, um, it, it's also something where, I mean, it's, they're using it on, on multiple fronts, but, you know, it's also political in that, like, COVID is the worst it's ever been, and Trump is totally changing his thing, his whole fucking stance. Now he's, like, wearing a mask in public and saying you should wear a mask, actually. Once. Once. Yeah. He did it once. Yeah. But, but that's what he's saying. He's, but, he, but, he, but he's going to do these other things because, sorry, yeah, he's, he once. He did it once. But he's starting to, <laughs> but he is, well, maybe he's starting to change his tune, or at least, like, any change for him is wild. So um, credit where credit's due. You changed. It's possible, bro. Look at that. You can change a whole bunch of other shit. Get on that. For now. Um, yeah, well, we, we will say. But look, it's possible. Um, I'm talking to him because we know it's not going to happen. Because he but, listens. Because he totally listens to this podcast. And um, But I just want to say that it's also one of those things where it's like he's, he's failing that. Americans are dying at higher rates. I mean, I don't know, like I have friends who are in Europe. I don't know if you all know, they're like hanging out with each other. They're like spending time with each other now because they like can and they're like doing it because their numbers have gone are way lower than ours. Um, And uh, so he's failing at that. And when he is scared, what does he do? He flexes power. We've seen this every fucking time. He's scared about you about losing the election. Um, And so he is doubling down and he's getting ready to, as John was saying, to use these troops um during the election and it's not to say that we uh need to we're not advocating for despair um we are advocating for action because we we saw a test run of this in lafayette park in dc and that backfired dramatically and this too needs to backfire dramatically but we need to be prepared for 
a struggle for at least six months, a, 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 a struggle that is going to be almost daily. Um, and then there's going to be a whole fucking project of undoing the damage over a generation or more uh, from this fucking disaster of a presidency. Hot mess, the hot mess administration. Yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, but I don't, I don't, I've been feeling a little bit of despair today. Um, but the thing that has been giving me a lot of hope has been um, John Lewis and the memory of John Lewis. Uh, motherfucker almost died on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. There's photo and video of it. If you would like to go watch, he gets bludgeoned uh, by police for being a person at that place. Um, he was arrested 40 times or more uh, wow. and did it with grace and nonviolence and courage and conviction. And so every time I am afraid uh, this week, which has been a lot, I think about him. Um, uh, and there's a there's a poem in particular uh, that was one of his favorites that I have been reading over and over again that I think will be really useful for everybody to hear. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and read it real quick. This is called Invictus by William Ernest Henley. Again, one of John Lewis's favorite poems. Out of the night that covers me, black as the pit from pole to pole, I thank whatever gods may be for my unconquerable soul. In the fell clutch of circumstance, I have not winced nor cried aloud. Under the bludgeoning of chance, my head is bloody, but I'm bowed. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms but the horror of the shade, and yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how changed with how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And I think that it is very, very important over the next little while that we all remember that we are the captains of our souls. And we are also, as citizens of the country, captains of the soul of our country. And we have to remember that. And we have to act with courage and conviction over the next six months to save the country. Godspeed, everybody. How's that? Hell yeah. Was that good? Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful ending.